0: everybody i am juan arrington and you are watching or listening to another episode of the 100 series every day awesome podcast where we talk to people from right here in the quad city community that's just blowing it up tearing it up doing awesome things and i am very super excited to uh, bring in this week's guest uh you may have seen her you know around the coffee shop Seen over down at 392 in Davenport, (laughs) or if you're out in NYC, you might have seen her out there as well. Well, given the current situation, she's back with us here. (laughs) So, Maggie Gelson, thank you for coming.
1: Oh, thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here.
0: (laughs) No problem. problem. Again, thank you for taking time out of your day to share with us because I know that you've been doing a lot of uh, talks on social media some motivational yeah. videos I've been checking those videos out and I also spoke to Alyssa Morrison and Savannah Necker um yeah I'm, amazing you're familiar with and they're like you gotta get her on here so I was yeah
1: like, oh my god they're great <laughs> yeah it's been it's definitely been a journey uh being back I mean I uh kind of started this I decided a couple of weeks ago when I got back from I mean, I've been back from New York City for about um, like eight weeks now, which is crazy. It's like going on two months. Um, But a couple of weeks ago, I just kind of decided like I felt like I had all these thoughts to share and I wasn't really sure how to articulate them. And so I kind of just started like literally, and I'm sure you're familiar with this kind of like you just press record and you're like. I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth right now, but like, here we go. So um, yeah, that's kind of just like what I did. And I just kind of felt like I had, I had some thoughts about definitely like specific thoughts about, you know, quarantine and kind of like the situations that we're in globally and um, culturally and just kind of like what's being asked of us right now. So I wanted to start sharing those. So that's kind of where like the whole like, these videos I've been doing on uh, Instagram kind of came from, and uh, hopefully they're a chance for people to kind of do a little reflection and uh, and also uh, see a more real side to to myself that that I hadn't really previously
0: shared. So so yeah, they've been a journey so far. <laughs> nice, nice, and we're definitely going to get into that here in a bit. But yeah, for, uh, let's start off simple. For everyone yeah. who doesn't know who you are, tell everyone. Exactly, who is Maggie Gelson?
1: Yeah, sure. So, um, so funny you asked this because I was asked um, in an, a different interview I did like a few weeks back, uh, how I would start to introduce myself if I, if I were asked. And, uh, and I think first and foremost, I'll give you all of the like external things, right? So I'll tell you that I'm the baby of five kids. I was born and raised in DeWitt, Iowa, um, which is about 20 minutes north of Davenport, if you're unfamiliar and grew up here until i was 18. i at the age of 18 moved to tuscaloosa alabama where i did my undergraduate at the university of alabama and then um most people are probably most familiar uh seeing me in the pageantry circuit that's kind of where i uh, have met numerous people from the quad city area and kept a lot of connections with people in that way I did pageants for 12 years from the time that I was, uh, 11 to when I was 22. Um, and I was first runner up to Miss Iowa in 2018. Um, yeah, that's kind of the external stuff. And then, um, you know, like any good 20 something, I had like a life crisis and a, like, you know, identity crisis in the summer of 2018. And I, um, on May 1st of 2019, decided to move to New York City. So I've been out there uh, for the last year, and I've, I'm a full-time fitness instructor. so uh, obviously when all of this kind of began, I um, moved I came back to Iowa because I wasn't wasn't able to work and um, everything was closed in New York City, obviously. So yeah, it's um that's kind of like the basics, but there's, you know a lot of like layers and uh, sort of intersecting. Uh, pathways to my journey and my story. So, um, yeah, that's kind of the basics, though.
0: Wow, that's super <laughs> cool. That's so awesome that you, that you were able to go out to NYC and you yeah. start pursuing a career out there in fitness. Now, what exactly yeah. were you doing out in New York?
1: Yeah, so a lot of people ask me, too, like, you know, why did I move there in the first place? That's kind of the – so I sort of, like, left the Quad Cities, like – I don't want to say like abruptly but I didn't, you know, I think people at the coffee shop knew that I was leaving and that was pretty much it. Um so there were a lot of people who when I left they were sort of just like, "Well, where where like what are you doing? Like where are you going?" And um so when I moved to New York, I um my background is in fitness and in wellness. I I have my bachelor's in kinesiology and I have been a personal trainer for about 5 years now and um have been a fitness instructor for that same period of time. So um, I knew that when I wanted to move to New York, I wanted to pursue performing. I've been a baton twirler and dancer my whole life. Um, <laughs> I'll say like not a baton twirler so much anymore, but <laughs> but I still dance and everything. So um, I knew that I wanted to get into acting and I wanted to get into performing um, just on a little bit of a different level than uh, I had been doing here. And so I decided to move and like pursue that, even if people thought it was crazy and totally nuts. And so, um, you know, as kind of my like main job. I was like, well, I've been a fitness instructor for a very long time. That's something I can absolutely do, uh, while I'm pursuing this other thing on the side. So, so I've been doing that for, you know, a year in New York. And I, uh, when I first moved, I taught like bar fitness classes and then, um, I transitioned into teaching Pilates. So that was what I was doing, um, when I left, I was working for a company called Solid Core. So, um, so yeah, you know, the hope is that I'll go back and go back to work and everything and uh, teach classes again and kind of, um, I guess, start over, you know, like in New York once this is all hopefully
0: said and done. So,
1: yeah, we'll see. Time will tell.
0: <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So now that, that you've, you've had to come back, uh, given the yeah. situation and everything, so how have you been doing? with everything that's been going on? Yeah, good question. (laughs) Um,
1: You know, I'm not gonna lie, it's been, it's definitely been a challenge. I, I had an appointment with my eye doctor the other day. And, you know, like very unsuspecting person to tell me this, but um, he told me he was like, what's it like being home? And I said, I was like, it's been fine. Like, you know, I'm so fortunate to have this place to come back to my parents home and my childhood home Um, but you know it is so different when you like move out and live start to like live your own life outside of your parents home and all of that so coming back into that and kind of trying to like you know mold your life to fit in with theirs and like you know you don't want to step on anybody's toes but like there are no rules and it's all like very kind of confusing so that's interesting to kind of navigate but You know, I think uh, aside from that, um, there has been, I think, not just for myself, but for everybody collectively, like as a global uh, community, there's been kind of this invitation since quarantine started to really take a good look at everything that was going on in our lives and, and what was working and what wasn't. And, um, that's been, I think, the biggest challenge for for myself and for I know many others in quarantine has been kind of dissecting and looking at the parts of our lives that we were like, you know, like we were all just moving at such an outlandish pace and now we're being asked to slow down and to like sit with ourselves, by ourselves, a lot of us, you know, um, in this quarantine state. And that's been a really um, kind of interesting uh, journey for all of us to go on is to is to kind of see like what comes up and what's there you know when we slow down and when we take time to to go within so I think that's been uh, equally as challenging as it has been rewarding so so yeah I've been good
0: <laughs> and yeah I think there was especially someone like me who I am used to always being on the move and only yeah. really have something to do, whether it's scheduling a photo shoot or meeting with someone or meeting with a business. And yeah. Now I have really none of that <laughs> except for, like, for this, this little podcast platform that mm-hmm. I have here. Other than that, it's really been a lot of self reflection and yeah, really forced to. And now that I'm looking back at it, i'm kinda I'm kind of glad in a way that I don't have those things to do anymore, and that I can mm-hmm. sit back and relax and because of that, I've decided to revamp my entire model of the way I've been handling my brand, and I probably' yeah. be as busy moving forward when things slowly start getting back to normal so yeah, it's been weird yeah. it's been a very weird experience for me,
1: yeah, I think that's so awesome though because it Um, it just goes to show that like, you know, there's, there's these amazing content creators like yourself and there's business owners and, and, you know, leaders in, in the political world and, and everybody has just been asked to kind of like reassess literally everything that they were doing. And I think there's just a lot of like, I think there's a lot of beauty to be found in that because. Uh, change is scary and change is really hard. And so when we're all kind of asked to do it together, though, like when we have, um, I always like to say, you know, change is scary. Change, a lot of times people equate with like being really painful. But the thing about pain is that it's so universal and it's so like beautiful in that sense that it's something that everybody can relate to on some level. So it's kind of like we're all experiencing this like global, you know, moment of pause where, where nobody's alone in that sense. And I think that's the, that's the overall uh, greatest takeaway that we can have, I think from quarantine. So I'm glad to hear that you're, you know, kind of like rethinking things and, and reassessing like what's working and what's not. So I think that's great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's been, it's been, it's been so, so interesting, just gauging or having, or seeing how not only I've been adapting, but seeing how everyone else is, been adapting with everything going on just to keep themselves going because I know that there are some people who unfortunately are out of a job uh, just because Mm -hmm. of all the restrictions in place Um, but there are also those companies that are still in business They may not be able to have people inside right Mm -hmm. now they've figured out ways that they can still stay open and still bring in revenue and i'm just really fascinated with seeing all the different tactics and strategies different businesses are using uh, given all this going on right now
1: yeah absolutely yeah it's it's been so i think humbling and like and incredible to watch like especially places like you know 392 like i always you know i'm just astounded by the you know the First of all, the courage that they they have in in that in their business into ch- in terms of like really being a leader in the way that they're handling this entire thing, you know, um, and I think it's just so amazing that you know they're at the beginning, like when they started. I think you know, and if you're not familiar, three nine two did like their tips program for their employees, which um, basically helped to raise funds for um, all the employees who could have been potentially put out of work for or had a severe decrease in pay. And, you know, I think it's like, there's something really profound and really amazing about asking for help from the community when you need it and um, relying on that community uh, to come through and they have, you know, so I think that's what's so amazing too about the Quad City area is that we are one of those communities where like when we do need help, we can ask for it and, um, and be greeted you know, most of the time with open arms. So, uh, yeah, it's been, I think really beautiful to watch us, you know, from this area, um, albeit, you know, with all of the pain that's kind of circulating at the same time. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. And like, I've always been a believer that you won't really find out what you're really capable of unless you're pushed to your limit and you, yeah. Yes. And like, I'm really seeing that now, like seeing what people are willing to do, um, um, because it's one of those, you know, things with survival. It's like, you know, you have mm-hmm. to, you have to act and you have to, you know, adapt if you're going to survive and just seeing mm-hmm. some of these businesses and what they're doing is just impressed. Like I'm blown away Well, just, yeah. just, you know, that fighting spirit of mm-hmm. wanting to of succeed despite the circumstances is really inspiring.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Agree wholeheartedly.
0: <laughs> and, um, now, let's get back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the yeah. podcast with encouraging people to believe in themselves. Mm-hmm. And, I re- and again, I, I refer back to the video you put out last week uh, talking more about this. And I really just wanted to kind of get more, more of that out of you.
1: Yeah, um, sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, go ahead and just uh, go ahead and just talk about what kind of inspired that talk.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I, whenever I put out these videos, it's always based off of something that, that I'm feeling at the time too, which, you know, I'm, I don't know if people sense that or not, but um, there's been a big part of me since I've been back that has kind of felt like, you know, and I, I think a lot of people can relate to this where you're constantly because we have, you know, not a lot to do and not a lot of like stimulus in that way, we're constantly comparing, right? So we're just like looking at social media way more. I know I am way more than like I normally would during my day because I'm not teaching classes and I'm not like, you know, doing the normal things. And so that comparison I think ultimately makes us feel like the belief in ourselves is just subliminal and like not non-existent, right? So I really made that video initially to to just talk about like what I had been feeling in terms of like this kind of self doubt. And, um, and really, you know, I just wanted to, to speak to all of the people who had been, you know, there's been so many people, like you said, put out of work and everything right now. Um, the fitness community is really interesting right now because it's like, everybody's either like super quiet and not doing anything, or they're like posting all these IGTV workouts and stuff like that, like all the time. And there's no right or wrong way to be, but it certainly does like, you know, make you feel if you're not posting all of these workouts, you sort of feel like a fraud. Like you're sort of like, uh, well, I'm a fitness instructor. This is what I quote should be doing. So I think for, for myself, you know, um, this whole kind of idea of like believing in myself has been such a, such a lifelong uh, and will continue to be a journey of just getting to know myself further and kind of understanding more about what it is that I want from life and, um, and understanding more about like what I can offer the world in terms of my gifts and my talents and, and things like that. Um, And I think that that's kind of where, you know, again, that during this pause, we're kind of being asked to really look at like, what gifts we do want to share. And for me, making IGTV workout videos was not going to be the thing that fulfilled me and lit me up and uh, helped me know that I was potentially helping others. What was going to do that was me sharing my own experiences and just kind of um, allowing myself to be a little bit more vulnerable than I than I think I have been in the past, um, particularly on social media, like social media is kind of a hard place to navigate in terms of like vulnerability. Um, but yeah, like that was kind of where I was coming from with that video is just like, there is, you know, there's a group of people for every single person out there who, who is going to believe in you and who's going to be your cheer squad. Right. And as human beings, we are so quick to not ask those people for help when we need it. And I think that there's a lot of like I think there's a lot of beauty in asking for that reassurance and that help because everybody needs it inevitably at some point in their lives. Um, and then, kind of this other point that I made in in the video was sort of just talking about like you have to be able to believe that like this world that we live in, even though it it seems really dark and grave and awful right now, you have to believe that it actually is a benevolent place and that it actually is this place where Humans can come together and and be there for one another, and where we can all share our talents and gifts without this feeling of being fraudulent or like it's a scarce world and there's not enough for everybody to go around. You know, like there's uh, not enough to go around of of what we need and what we want. So, yeah, that's kind of like where I was coming from with all of that, um, and those were all feelings I was having about my my own self. So yeah, that's that's pretty much where the idea came from. It came from um I went to my eye doctor and he was like you're doing you're doing like amazing things. Like I think it's so cool that you live in New York and decided to pursue like this crazy wild dream and I was like thank you so much for saying that. Like I didn't even th- like I totally totally unexpected coming from him, you know. But it just kind of was was so lovely to hear because it reminded me that there are people out there who are cheering for me and, and same with, same with you and same with everybody, you know? So yeah, that's kind of where it all started. And that's (laughs) That's a a long answer.
0: (laughs) It's a great answer. It's a great answer. (laughs) It's important too that we find those people who we can rely on for that type of encouragement, because even the strongest willed person is going to have, you know, those, those seeds of doubt in their head. And you need people that you know, like your that like your eye doctor, to you yeah. know that that little bit of encouragement that that confirms that what we're doing is the right thing. I know right. that you know, there there have been so many cases, you know, for me where you know I'm always questioning whether or not you know I'm on the right path or I'm I'm doing what I'm yeah. supposed to be doing. But then I I see someone who who may be following what I'm doing. And they're like, dude, you're doing a great thing. And that that just that little sentence is enough to say, okay, mm-hmm. all right, let's keep going. All right, I'm doing the right thing. So we we have yeah. that. And I think that there are a lot of people. And just just depends on their maybe their personal circle. They may not have those types of people around them. And I really liked mm-hmm. what you stated in your video of finding, finding mm-hmm. the and really latching on yeah. to you really need those lifelines
1: yeah totally i you know if there's anything that i've learned from like the for for those who don't know um i have a pretty extensive background in in uh trauma and and recovery in terms of that um and you know my platform when i was competing in pageants was always based around um, sexual assault education and prevention and what I learned, I think, from having various traumas in my life and, and, um, and then making these kind of like, what some may call sort of crazy decisions, you know, like to go to college in Alabama from, you know, this random girl from Iowa going there and then to pack up my life and move to New York with two suitcases, like when I had, I had never been to New York before I moved. So, you know, I think if I've learned anything from all of that combined, it's that like, if somebody doesn't believe in your in your dream or somebody like when you tell them, uh, I want to do this thing and this is what really lights me up and brings me a lot of joy and passion and and that fire within me, and you tell that to people, and they're like, Uh, I don't know. I'm 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 not sure about that. Like they're not your people. Like they they just aren't, you know. So that's a really surefire way to know who is and who isn't, right? Is to like is to be able to be vulnerable enough to share your dream with people and then listen for their responses. And if their response is like, yeah, go for it. Like, you know, might not be my journey, but could absolutely be yours. Those are your people. You know, those are the ones who you're gonna want on your team when when things don't go right and when it all hits the fan and like life feels like it's crumbling, you know? Um, So, yeah, it's like it's finding those people is so important. And then being able to cultivate that same faith, I think, within yourself is equally as important. So, um, yeah, I just think having that that group is is pretty much the most vital thing that we can do in this life and to find those people.
0: Love it. Absolutely Mm -hmm. love it. For people who are right now struggling with everything going on what what are some like little tips or little pieces of advice that you would give them to maybe help them out right now
1: yeah you know this one thing keeps kind of sticking in my brain and i if people aren't um familiar with her there's this author named glennon doyle who's like literally she's like my favorite author of all time and she just released a new book like at the beginning of this quarantine and like had to cancel her entire book tour and um, the book is called Untamed. It's sitting right next to me. And um, she was doing these kind of like, she was a lot of my inspiration for why I started making um, a lot of the videos that I that I did, that I have been making. She started doing these things called um, morning meeting time. And they would be uh, just like in the morning, she would create these videos for everybody during quarantine. And they were so, so, they've been so incredibly helpful to me I highly suggest everybody of any age gender whatever go check out her stuff it's it's literally amazing um but she said this one thing that really really stuck stuck with me and um at the beginning of quarantine and I think even still as like summer approaches the whole name of the game right has been to like improve ourselves and like Use this time and don't waste it, and like, uh, you know, get all your workouts in. There's so many home workouts you can do, and a lot of them are free. And then, um, you know, use this time to really like dial in your nutrition. And um, I'm speaking a lot on like physical terms, but then, you know, also like to like read all the self help books that you've been putting off and like start that business and write that bestseller and like all these things. And there's just been kind of what feels like this like constant pressure from this like external source that no one can name. (laughs) It's like very awkward and weird. And she says, um, we never needed to better ourselves. We just needed to return to ourselves. And that for me has been like the, she said that. And like, I was like, that's it. Like, that's it, man. Like I was like, there is no need for the self-improvement. Like improving ourselves was never what we needed to do. We just needed to come home to ourselves. And like, that's kind of what I'll give you like a snippet. Of my next video is going to be about kind of like this process of coming home and like, and how we do that. And I think a big part of that is kind of like remembering who you were before the world had any input and before you started taking that input from the world. And so I think back to when I was like, you know, five or six and like, I loved to, you know, swim and dance wildly and like be all crazy and like, you know, all of these things and then and then at some point along the way someone told me no stop doing that that's too much. Like you're too much, what you say is too much, the way that you are is too much. And that constant consistent act of somebody saying you're too much, you're too much, you're too much became ingrained in me and then and finally, I have started to kind of like pull back the layers of like uh, undoing that. And so, I think really all that this is is this time is is a chance for us to relearn who we are um, and kind of have that homecoming with ourselves, rather than um, trying to constantly change who we are. Um, because who we are right now in this space is enough, and and a lot of people have. I think a hard time accepting that. So, so I think if, if you are struggling during this time and it's, you know, and it's deeply challenging for you, you know, as it is for, for most people, I think that, you know, the first thing that I would do is try to remove that pressure and try to be as gentle and kind with yourself as you possibly can, because the circumstances are unprecedented. Like we've never been here before and we're walking on this uncharted territory. So, this is all brand new for everybody and giving ourselves kind of that grace and that space to explore and like understand more about ourselves is is really all there is to it it's you know it's not the workouts and it's not the books and it's not the podcasts, and it's not the like you know it's not all these things that we constantly intake um it's about just kind of like returning and coming home and like being still enough though to know what that feels like and looks like.
0: I like that a lot. Coming home. I mean, yeah. Re- returning to yourself. That, that blew my mind just hearing that statement. That's, that's, that's very deep.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's like, if you think about it, our entire lives, right? We're programmed to like be act or do a certain, you know, be act or do things a certain way or, or follow all of these guidelines that were like put into place by somebody who like had no right to put them into place. And then we all wanted to be different from who we were. And then it, it just completely like negates the, the beauty of being a unique individual and like having your gifts and your talents, uh, which is so much of believing in yourself requires you to look at like your uniqueness and and what makes you, you and how no one's ever going to be you and how you're never going to be them. So we might as well all just live in our truth as much as possible, because like we can't another human being and they can't emulate us. So how cool is that, that we're all like walking around these, you know, just beautiful lives that are so unique and we have the chance to make them you know, as, as true to ourselves as possible. So I don't think we should waste it, you know?
0: Love it. Absolutely love. Yeah. It. Well, we're going to switch gears here and we're going to debut a very new segment here. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> it's called, it's called the crow's nest. Uh, keeping with our, our wing theme, our flying high theme. And um, really what I would do if we were able to do this in person would was I would have an actual bowl of just random questions, and I'd, okay, have, cool. I'd have you pick three questions out of that bowl. Well, since we can't do that, instead <laughs> I wrote them down in my notebook. Okay, so, cool. I have ten questions here, two totally random questions, uh, fun questions, and um, so what I'm going to have you do is yeah. pick a number between one and ten, and we'll do that three times, and I'll read the question, and you'll answer it. Amazing. Okay. Seven, seven. All right. What food is your guilty pleasure?
1: Oh, oh my God, that's so hard. Um, oh, pizza for sure. Pizza, like New York style pizza for sure.
0: (laughs) Any like specific like like spots out there?
1: Okay, so Joe's Pizza is my favorite, and if you have been to New York City, you've probably seen Joe's. It's like this little rinky-dink place in Times Square, but they have a few other locations. So, uh, ordering, they have like a um an artichoke what is it like a spinach artichoke pizza or whatever oh god it's so good <laughs> i see nice, yeah. i'm missing new york a lot right
0: now <laughs> i haven't been to to new york in forever but the the pizza out there is absolutely amazing it's unreal <laughs> stuff all right next one which number ooh um let's do 3 number 3 okay ooh what is something you live by ooh like a quote, does that work? it yeah, can be anything. Okay, yet.
1: okay, cool. Um, something I live by, this is a quote from uh, a man, a writer named Charles Bukowski. And he once said, uh, what matters most is how well you walk through the fire. And uh, that has been exceptionally true in, in all areas of my life. But um, yeah, I don't think anything else really matters. Like how you carry yourself in the way, in the times when things, don't go your way and are really challenging and really difficult and arduous is um, is everything tells everybody what they need to know about your character. So,
0: yeah, that's I with my life. <laughs> awesome. All right. And the last question.
1: Uh, let's do nine.
0: Nine. All right. Let's see. Here. All right. What always brings a smile to your face? Ooh, uh, looking at pictures of corgis. <laughs> I love corgi puppies. They're so cute. Yeah.
1: That and um, and seeing my family always brings a smile
0: to my face. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, boom. You did it. You had to- amazing. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Before wind things down here on the podcast, yeah. how can people find you if they want to look you up online?
1: Yeah, if they want to hang out or chat or do any of the things, um, Instagram is the best place to find me these days. Um, my Instagram handle is just at M. Um, and then if you're looking at my um, nonprofits page, um, I have a nonprofit called Trauma Queens. Um, that Instagram is just at trauma underscore queens. Um, yeah, you can find me on Facebook on Twitter. Um, I'm a little unhinged these days on Twitter. So like, you know, I'm kind of crazy over there. So.
0: <laughs> but Instagram is where I hang out most of the time. So yeah, you're cool. And, and uh, save that Instagram handle one more time.
1: Yeah, so m Gelson is my personal Instagram page. And then uh, trauma underscore Queens is my uh, trauma Queens nonprofit page. So either one, you can hang out. <laughs>
0: Perfect. All right. Any last words that you want to give everyone at home? Anything at <sighs> all?
1: Oh gosh. You know, I think uh, right now everybody just take really, really good care of yourselves. Like this time is really hard and um, you know, every day's different. So give yourself grace and patience every single day. One day might be amazing, one day might be totally awful. So, you know, just kind of like ride the wave and um, you know, tough times don't last. Uh so we'll all make it through this just hanging there
0: awesome maggie gelson thank you again so much for stopping by the podcast of
1: course I appreciate
0: you thank you so much for everything that you're doing with every, with keeping with keeping everyone's spirits high during this this time oh, thanks together, all through <laughs> together definitely appreciate you so much
1: yeah thanks so much juan it was awesome to be here today and appreciate everything
0: you're doing too so thanks so much for having me thank you so much and no problem and everyone at home thank you for checking out the 100 Series Everyday Awesome Podcast. Hit that subscribe button, hit that follow button so you know exactly when the next episode is gonna drop. Could be here on iTunes, Spotify, Facebook, YouTube. Check them all out. Thank you all so much and fly high.